0: Welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast. The holiday season has officially begun with Thanksgiving behind us. We are going to do the holidays in red lips and no denim jumpers. We are going to be feminine, as we mentioned on Thursday, even though many of us are staying warm. I am your host, Angela Reed of Parisian Farm Girl, and I'm joined today by Shay Elliott of shayelliott.com. How are you, my dear? Well, I got a shower last night. Well, that's a bonus. I shaved my legs. <laughs> Hallelujah. Finally.
1: Um, I got one of those night sleeps where, like, you wake up and you feel like you've died. Um, oh, that's great. Because you slept so deep. Okay. Do you know what I mean? hmm So um, I'm feeling pretty
0: good. I'm feeling pretty good today. Okay. Um, you and I rarely sync up. <laughs> Oh, (laughs) rat, row (laughs) rat, (laughs) row It's either Shay calling me in a manic moment or me vomit texting all over her. And yeah, I I had a doozy of a morning. I mean, Thanksgiving (laughs) was amazing. But I've been up since really, really early packing magazines. And it's not the way I wanted to spend my day. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for it, but feeling like really fatigued. And it hasn't even really gotten going yet like I still have quite a bit more day to go
1: yeah you sound tired
0: yeah and I I didn't get a shower and my mustache is braidable and (laughs) it's just (laughs) I just need to like go push back my cuticles and scrub my scalp and yeah then you'll feel a lot do something good yeah yep you'll feel a lot better Mm -hmm. wow I
1: always try to force myself to do it at night and it's one of those things like you hate it in the moment when you just want to curl up in bed. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you're going to be glad you did this in the morning and you're going to oh, wake yeah. up and you're going to remember that your hair is clean and that your legs are shaved and your armpits don't smell and like you're going to be glad you did it. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> I always wash my hair. At, or when I wash my hair, I wash it at night because yeah. then it gets curlier overnight. Yeah. It's a little bit easier to style. If if it just air dries during the day, it's just like, it just frizzes out. And we have snow. There you go. So um, it's been snowing all day. So maybe that's why I'm just a little like, meh. Mm -hmm. Our tree is sitting there. It's naked. It has no lights or anything yet. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just feel a little yuck. A little meh? A little meh. Oh, well, so Angela and I had this
1: conversation the other day. We were talking on the phone and she said to me, what is it? Like, why don't you? really like to decorate for the holidays? Like, what do you think it is at the core of it? So we talked about this for quite a while, actually. Mm-hmm. And I realized, like, I need to I need to put some thought to this. So I decided that my YouTube video this week is going to be on for people who don't like to decorate for holidays. And I don't just mean Christmas. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I don't put stuff out for, like, almost anything. Like, I don't decorate for Valentine's Day or for Halloween or, like, I don't just, I just don't really do it. I'll put like a pumpkin out. I put a few Christmas things out, but like everything I own for Christmas can be fit into like two Rubbermaids. <laughs> and that's
0: great, I'm, I'm coming are so to terms. Special,
1: I'm coming to terms. Like maybe this is just who I am.
0: Yeah, maybe this
1: is okay. Because well, that's what I,
0: bothers me about it. When you're like bitching about it, I'm like,
1: well, what's <laughs> the problem? Just be who you are. Yeah. So I had this conversation with a friend yesterday who had just gotten Botox. And um, and so we were sort of having this conversation of like what we feel like we need to do as women versus things that maybe we choose to do. Mm-hmm. And I was sharing about how I used to get these eyelash extensions, which now have gotten like in the last year and a half, they've gotten out of control. I don't know what women are doing. It's like they're wearing a fur coat. I mean, they're, they're like two inches long, you know? Like they can't even hold their eye open. But so I had these eyelashes. Ex- eyelash <laughs> you got extensions. out just in time, Shay. I got out just in time. Um, colored my hair for since I was like a young teenager forever. Yeah. And I talked about how liberating it was to finally just be like, this is what my eyelashes look like. Mm-hmm. This is what color my hair is. Like, let's do it. Let's just do this. And the liberation that sort of comes with that. And I'm thinking the same thing might come with just not putting expectation on myself. The thing is, Stuart comes from like a Christmas family. Okay. (laughs) Like The Griswolds. Stuart Griswold. And Virginia, I am talking to you. So like the first time I went to go visit Nancy and Clyde, his aunt and uncle, he's like, you need to be prepared for what you're about ready to walk into. It was Christmas time. Every room has a different theme, and every room oh has its own Christmas tree. I mean, she did it to the nines, and his grandmother used to do the same thing, and now his sister has, like, carried on this tradition. I mean, it's a thing. And so it, it is easy to look at that and be like, well, I guess I'm supposed to do that. Yeah. But, like, when it's not in you to do that, it just creates this horrible friction. <laughs> and you're like, can I just, like, put up a little swag and make some cookies? Like, can that just be enough for me? Mm-hmm. Can that be it? Yes. Thank you. Just need some validation.
0: (laughs) It has always been enough. You're the one that complains about it. I know. (laughs) I know.
1: I know. Here we are. It's fine. Uh, Yeah. It's all going to be fine. I love the way you decorate and I love that that's a part of you. And I love how happy it makes you to do that. It makes you so happy and so joyful and cozy and i think like i'm that's what i want. It's like, oh, well, i want to feel that way. So i guess i need to do that that too. But it doesn't elicit the same emotion. Mm-hmm. It's just different for different people. So if there's others out there, watch on youtube this week because i'm going to do a video on it.
0: There we that go. That will be that'll be good. Maybe. Could be terrible. Maybe. I don't know.
1: Haven't made it yet.
0: <laughs> uh, we cut our tree yesterday and it's ginormous. Um but we have a a little dilemma cuz some of the kids want colored lights ooh and i'm like no mm. <laughs> i love white lights my my tree is so colorful like i don't do a real to me my tree isn't fussy like i don't have like the ribbons going around it and it's fun it's very festive it's colorful and um kind of quirky i think but the white lights really I love white lights. Yeah. And I think if colored lights were what they were when we were kids, like, I yeah. don't care for the colored LED lights.
1: Yeah, I they're, agree. They used to be very looking. looking. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys realize I do have a magazine I need to photograph for, for next year's Christmas. <laughs> I don't really think colored LED lights say old world design. <laughs> like you always get your way it's always about you yep. Like, well kind yep. of
1: yep it is the end
0: the and end when you're a
1: parent it can be all about you
0: and i <laughs> have trees everybody can have their own tree like just go pick a tree we have plenty of trees if you want your yep. own tree you can do that yeah trick it out or we'll i'll do a colored light tree in another room there you go sure oh yeah family, family drama Christmas is right? ruined. But they do make me feel bad. Then I feel bad because I do like to make people happy. Yeah. So now like all for like the last 24 hours have been ruminating on like, am I selfish? <laughs> do I need to just let my kids have colored lights? Yeah. No. Nope. I don't think so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but maybe I'm not the person to ask. There's a lot I... more empathetic
0: people in the world than me for sure. Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, it's good. Um. Well, yes, welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen, and a big thank you to all of our patrons who support us over on patreon.com forward slash Homemaker Chic Podcast. Our patrons are who keep Homemaker Chic coming out twice a week, Mondays and Thursdays for you. So we are very grateful to them. And to show our gratitude, we give video forms of the podcast so you can see our faces as we talk to you. If you're into that, I am into that. I find it really helpful for me to take in the full podcast format and mm-hmm. there's video to go along with it. So if you would like video forms of the podcast, just visit patreon.com forward slash podcast. And before we dive into it today, we would also like to thank House of Tokumen, which you can visit at hotrugsdog.net because they are the sponsors of season nine of Homemaker Chic Podcast. And we are so very grateful for Annabelle, not only for her sponsorship of Homemaker Chic Podcast, but also because she has completely decked out our homes in beautiful rugs. So I said this a couple episodes ago, but I stand by it. I really want you to go onto Instagram. Even if you don't have an Instagram, create one just so you can follow House of Tokumen over on Instagram. Because her Instagram stories is where you're going to find so many of the rugs that literally sell faster than she can put them on the website. It's amazing. So she'll The post- one you sent
0: me the other day, the the red geometric? What the yeah. heck?
1: Yeah, that was when it popped up in her feed. I was like, me, I texted me. her, me, me, <laughs> me, me. me.
0: Um, uh, I have uh, – I have an announcement to make on this very subject. Okay. Dear listeners, um, I talked to Annabelle last night, and she said if you visit and you use the coupon code HOMEMAKER25, she's going to give you 25% off.
1: What?
0: Yeah. It's bigger than any discount she offers anywhere else. It's (gasps) insane. I'm like, really? like. Okay. Oh yeah. So hotrugs.net with the coupon code homemaker25.
1: Or if you if you message her on Instagram and just give her the coupon code, just say I'm a homemaker chic listener. Yeah, she'll apply it that way as well, and she'll just send you a custom link to to check out. So, oh, that's awesome. That was I know. very generous of her. Yes. Uh yes. Do keep an eye out for that. Um, these are really beautiful rugs. Rugs that are meant to be passed down generationally. These are not disposable. These are not. These are not your mama's rugs. These are Or maybe they are. Real. <laughs> these are, are wash yeah. No, these are not your made from plastic
0: rugs. Um, um Last month in so with Old World Design uh listeners, I do design classes with the society and um last month we did a fun one where we looked at like different styles of old world, French, British, Scandinavian and uh then the homework was to go look at your house. Then, kind of now you have a feel for all these different styles we talked about, and really mm-hmm. critically assess: um, Am I decorating in the way that I want to? Am I adding things that take away from the look I'm trying to create? Mm-hmm. You know, it was a, a big like questionnaire I had them work through, and one of the th- one of the uh, questions was: What three things could I bring into the home to take it to the next level? And like without sounding like really cheesy, Shay, these darn rugs are taking my house (laughs) to the next level. Like, I didn't realize that not having rugs – and I have a lot of hooked rugs like from the 40s. I love old hooked rugs. Um, But this style of rug, which I'm always seeing in interior design books, I didn't really know how to just implement it. Yeah. I, I don't or maybe I thought I didn't know how to. Basically I just needed to get one and try it. But it really has taken the whole house to the next level. There's three or four around the house now, and dang. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I can't believe what it's done. Yep.
1: I just got a rug from Annabelle yesterday and it was a small one. It was like mm-hmm. a two by three and a half. So like a little entryway size. And um it's It's interesting because if you were to just look at this rug, and this is what I love about animal stuff is she offers all different kinds, but I'm really drawn towards this like weird geometric style. Mm -hmm. And I love the juxtaposition that that creates when you have a house like mine that lends itself a little bit more towards like, shall we say, like granny cottage, (laughs) right? Right. But then, so you don't go bad granny, which we've talked about before. All of a sudden you have this like. Um, geometric like rug that sort of pulls it in this completely different direction, mm-hmm. and it's a little two and a half by three foot rug. I mean, it's right. It's amazing what it can do. And one of the things too, talking about taking it ne- to the next level, especially if you're on a budget. And I love how Annabelle pushes this because I think it is really valuable. She's like, stop looking necessarily for the rugs that are feeling like you need to do a room-sized rug. And this is what all these design YouTubers tell you. Have a rug that is this size, and it Mm -hmm. needs to be this far from your wall. And so you can look at your living room and think, well, that's a $7,000 rug. Like, how am I possibly going to do that? And Annabelle just like, she totally pulls that out. And she constantly is showing pictures of houses that just layer on these, you know, seven by five or eight by 10 or even smaller, four by six rugs. And just stacks them on top of each other. And it creates such a cool look. And that's what we ended up doing in our living room. So every time she has one that I'm just like, that, that'd that be a good fit. You know, and I've just kind of piece them in one at a time and just sort of jigsaw them in. And it creates this really beautiful layered textured rug. And it's you, you, very
0: chic. It's a it's, power move. That's yeah. what it is. It's a power move. Yes, yeah. that's
1: a good that's a good mm-hmm. word for it, mm-hmm. and it gives you so much mobility to just be like to move things around when you've got just one room size huge rug. Well, there's yeah. one way that that's fitting in there, right. and now if you move your couches or you move furniture or whatever, and it's just it's a ra- really great affordable way to do that. Anyway, learning a lot about rugs and how to use rugs properly mm-hmm. for sure through through Annabelle. So I'm really grateful for that. And I think it can be really easy to just go online and be like, is this wor- rug worth this amount? Um, is this a good quality? Is this a material? Is this a good source? And so to have somebody who just kind of takes the guesswork out of that, I think is really helpful. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you look at paint samples from Pharaoh and Ball. Is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. Farrow and Ball? Mm-hmm. Um, like they've kind of done the work of like, these are all beautiful shades. You yeah. kind of can't go wrong. You know what I mean. Like right. We're not going to let you choose a There's bad There's nothing shade. garish in our palette. T- yeah, we're going to tell we won't you steer you what wrong. You should choose from exactly. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> anyway, um, I kind of have design on the brain today. The
0: brain, the brain. Bris-
1: so maybe we should cue the wine music. Although I don't have a bottle. Oh, I, I do have one actually. Okay, Hang-
0: hold please. Okay, me- I'll talk. Thank you. So, this is the part of the show sponsored by Dry Farm Wines. Visit dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic and enjoy biodynamic, organic, clean wines. No added sugar, no added GMO, no added purple dye, no added anything from all around the world, from small family farms. Beautiful wines. Reds, order reds, whites, champagnes, your call. You know for weeks we've been telling you to stock up for the holidays. You can still do that. And if you're one of the few people, because I think like so many of our (laughs) listeners drink Dry Farm at this point, that uh, has never given Dry Farms a try, they're going to treat you to an extra bottle for a penny with your first order. So, Mrs. Elliot, what are you sipping? Yeah, have you sipped or yep. what was in the corner of your office? <laughs> well, I put this
1: <laughs> bottle in here because I was like, you need to remember to talk about this, and I forgot okay. I had shoved it in here. So, this was one that I drank the day after Thanksgiving. Um, and the great thing about dry farms is you just don't you don't feel gross. You don't feel gross the next morning. You don't. It doesn't make your ears itch. You know, it just mm-hmm. it sits well in your body. And I'm so grateful for that because I love to have a nice glass of wine. So this is one kind of. I think we've talked about it before. If not this, if not this grower, then for sure this variety. Hmm. So this is an Austrian white wine. <laughs> the region is Niederacharich. No, Niederos, Niederosterich.
0: Niederosterich. I think it's Niederosterich. Okay,
1: it's a long word. Niederosterich. Yeah.
0: I think so. Okay.
1: There you go. Um, it is a 100% Grunier Veltliner. And this is a white wine. This is a variety that I've really come to enjoy. It's one I didn't ever I drink. It. Before I yeah. drank Dry Farm wines. And whenever I see one come in my box, I'm always really happy about it. So to give you guys some context about how Dry Farm works, there's no added yeast. So whatever yeast is naturally on the grape, ultimately there's no sugar added. So... What you get in the bottle is quite literally just grapes.
0: She doesn't know I said that because she walked away okay. from her desk. Yes. So my <laughs> hey, point. Shay, what? But what is? A few months ago, you said something about the uniqueness of the Austrian wines. Do you remember that little factoid you gave oh, us a few months yeah. ago nope. about why they're special in particular? Something. Okay, Rats. I remember saying something
1: about that, but I don't yeah. Know,
0: I don't Okay, you if guys you remember, remember? like, yeah. if you remember on the next show or something, I'd love okay. to hear that again, because that is something that fascinates me about Dry Farm is, mm-hmm. like, you just don't walk into the grocery store or even a lot of wine shops and see, like, an Austrian section that's really no. fleshed out. You might have a few, but I can't, I'm... I can't believe how many we get from Dry Farm that are from Austria.
1: Yeah. Well, that's what's so so kind of sad is when you go to the grocery store wine aisle and you're like, okay, Chardonnay, okay. Like, you get the same three things over and over and over and Mm -hmm. over again. And there's a whole world out there of wine grapes. Like – a whole unexplored world of options and tastes and I love that I love being introduced to new things so this one actually only has a 10.92 percent alcohol volume so significantly that's like two-thirds of your average grocery store wine mm-hmm. um and, and that just is because you know how mu- how much sugar ultimately is in the grape and to give you context for how much sugar we're talking about, because remember, we're not adding any, any to the fermentation process. There is 0.1 gram of residual sugar per liter that's left after the fermentation. Um, And so, dare I say, you could probably say these are sugar-free wines. I don't think 0.1 yeah, right? per gram per liter really counts. Anyway, so this is called Newland. New oh. Okay. Newland and it's a it just says grunier Veltliner wingolt Herbert Zillinger. That must mean the Vigneron. Mm-hmm. Herbert Zillinger made this wine and it's beautiful. So, cool. I'm
0: well, um, this you is go. making me laugh because like the show has been like 6 or 7 minutes of us talking about companies, but actually Shay and I Shane, I spend a lot of time on the phone just talking about companies. That's true. Like that's a lot of our conversation. Is oh, I'm enjoying this, or oh, have you tried that? Or yeah, I found something I think you'll really like. Well, you know what? How much
1: time do we waste trying to find the things? You know,
0: I uh, yeah, I, 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 I so would rather just get a a hot lead. Seriously, just like, <laughs> like where do I, where do you get your jeans? Tell me where, where do you to buy do. your
1: blah 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 blah
0: blah. Oh my um, gosh, where do you get your jeans? I hmm. Is that a different conversation? I'm about conversation? to give up on jeans.
1: Okay. All right. <laughs> Why? Because you- I, I can't you
0: find any that look nice. Oh. I have it in my head what I want them to look like. Like I want, you know, things. thank goodness we're going wide leg again. <laughs> I'd love a beautiful wide leg dark denim trouser. I was at the store the other day and they still have all those streaks going across the thigh. Oh, yeah. I'm like, are we still doing this? Are we still <laughs> unpurposely making our thighs look fatter than they are by put- painting white Bleach stripes across them. East Honestly, to west stripes. It's so <laughs> annoying. And then you you pull a pair out of the rack and you're like, oh, oh, this could be it. This could be it. And there's like holes yep. all over them. It's, yep.
1: Yeah. I'm not 12. Yep. And also 12 year olds maybe don't need jeans like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just oh. an idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cl- yeah. Clothing is it's we're we're done here. I don't. We're done. I just got to pretend like I stop even knowing what's going on. I ordered these skirts from this nice Etsy seamstress. And I'm like, these I know kind of what style of skirt that I like. And I got them. And it was just a disaster. Just a disaster. It's going to be
0: really bad for a skirt to be a disaster.
1: It just, it wasn't right at all. It's, it's, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't. Again, Mm. it's like that line between classic homestead and like bad granny and like these cross the line where you're like yeah. you you just look like
0: we're in prairie muffin territory we're in prairie too.
1: muffin territory and yeah. it's not charming and if you've got like sorry you're going to say that. if you've got like maybe really nice boobs or like and you're something wearing
0: something to like, offset something yeah. to
1: offset the granny then it's true or it's like really a nice true. sexy sandal or like real like good le- like I don't know if you've got something going for you um it didn't didn't play well. So here we are.
0: <laughs> well if you think if you think about like the whole like um prairie style dress and all that, like if you yeah. think about the models that you see those on, they're always like seventeen year old waifs and their hair is blowing in the wind. And yeah. like if you put that on like your average hundred forty pound woman or something, yeah. like it's like Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, again, if you're six feet tall and you've got long hair and you know, these charming little freckles and like, or are standing in a field of poppies, then it looks great. And then, (laughs) and then there's me. (laughs) It just did not work.
0: Oh, man. The holidays are here and that means extra schedules and company and much needed extra rest. We are getting our extra rest on American Blossom Linens. Softer with each washing, these are our favorite sheets no matter what time of the year. As fans of vintage linens, these are the best sheets ever. In fact, we call them modern vintage and you need to be sleeping on them. With a process called combing, all the rough fibers are pulled out of these organic Texas-grown cotton sheets. This creates the softest, most beautiful bedding for your home. You will love them. Your holiday guests will love them. Invest once because American Blossom Linens are woven to last a lifetime. That's right. Better, not more is our mantra here on the show. So invest once and never again with American Blossom Linens. Visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com and use our exclusive coupon code Homemaker Chic 20 for 20% off.
1: If you're feeling stuck in your kitchen, uninspired, and frankly not loving the food that you've been putting on the table, I want to personally invite you to join the Elliott Homestead cooking community. Visit cook.theelliotthomestead.com to get started. As a cooking community member, you will get five Farm Fresh inspired recipes each month created from my farm kitchen and delivered straight to you. I'll also send you a thorough instructional video showing you how to create the dish in your own kitchen with tips, tricks, and pointers to help you learn new skills and advance in your cooking abilities. The cooking community is designed to get you passionate about good food, to get you fired up, to get you skilled up, to get you excited about cooking and serving up delicious whole food-based dishes on your table. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com right now, choose the membership package that's right for you, and let's get cooking. Also, if you're looking to give a gift this holiday season, I'd love for you to visit cook.theelliotthomestead.com forward slash A L A C A R T E. That's a la carte to shop a few special recipe packages of various sizes and topics that are perfect for gifts and come with a physical gift card in the mail. Let's get cooking. If you wouldn't put something in your mouth and eat it, why would you put it on your skin? That's the question that began the beautiful company of Toops & Co., and we are so glad that it did. Toopsandco.com is a family-owned, handmade cosmetic and skincare company that has cultivated products that are incredibly clean and wonderful. In fact, our makeup bags and bathroom cupboards are filled with them. First, I wash with the sea Buckthorn Cleansing Oil, followed by the charcoal bar. And then I utilize tubes and clothes glow serum, which is probably the best product I've ever put on my face. And then the face primer, which is rich in ingredients like aloe vera and calming oils. Following that it's natural foundations, concealers, eyeshadows, brow pencils, mascara, and more. In fact, I'm currently wearing the perfectly plum nourishing lipstick and it's soft and velvety and beautiful. And did I mention clean? Toopsandco.com's new website makes it easy to be inspired by all the incredible products available. Fill your cart with tallow balm, face masks, skin tonics, dry shampoo, and other handmade treasures by Emily that are actually good for your skin. Visit toopsandco.com and use Homemaker for a 10% discount. Um, okay, this is a change of conversation, but okay. since we're speaking to Homemakers here, and I know that everyone's in holiday mode, and you're just going to have to get over it for this conversation. Okay. okay since
0: we're what? Because you cut out on my end. In holiday mode. Okay. I, I, I got it. Then. Let's
1: pretend like it's not the holidays, and we're just oh, tending to our houses. It's only okay? four
0: weeks, Shay. Whatever. Okay.
1: All right. Um, I want to talk about those boards that I sent you this morning. Okay. Because
0: so Don't many need of to us- pull them up.
1: No, no, no. Not about mine specifically. I just mean oh, okay. so many of us are tending to our homes, wanting to make them beautiful. Whether that mm-hmm. is in what we're cooking, how we're setting up our furniture, um what pe- what color we're painting our walls, how we're situating our our living spaces, like this is something the homemaker thinks about all the time. And I for one, I'm a very visual person. So I can mm-hmm. go out to a store, especially antiquing. I'm like, yay, yay, nay, nay, nay. Like, I can just, like this, rattle them off. Mm-hmm. Do I love this or do I not? That can be really tricky to do when maybe you're buying things online or you're trying to put together a bigger project. Or maybe, like, you find a rug from Annabelle and you're like, but now what? Mm-hmm. So, uh, my friend, I use this resource all the time, but my friend Amber just messaged to me and she was like, have you ever used this? I'm like, Amber, yes, all the time. So I realized people don't know about it, um, but there is a really great resource that you can use online called Canva, C-A-N-V-A.com. And I use this for all design stuff and I have for my work for years and years. But for the homemaker, the cool thing is, is this gives you like a really easy place online to vil- build yourself like a vision board, which I know kind of sounds a little I don't love that word. I wish there was another word for it. Can we get – what's another word for it? A design board. Mood board, palette. Yeah. Sure. Design yeah. board. Design yeah. board I like more. Okay. Um, a design board of of your things together. And so like Amber, she they just bought this house that they're converting into an Airbnb. So she has to think about the design elements of this. Okay. Mm-hmm. If this is the bed I have, let's say it's like an Ikea bed. Okay, well, mm-hmm. then what art can I pair with it? What rugs can I pair with it? What lighting can I pair with it? What colors would look good on the wall? And you sort of just scrapbook this stuff together digitally on Canva, and you're able to visualize the whole space. And I want to talk about that. Have, do you ever okay. do this?
0: Um, for other people. Okay. Not for myself.
1: So yep. I remember back, way
0: back when, when you
1: lived in your McHenry house. Mm-hmm. um. A couple of rooms that you designed there, you would find just a, like a picture in, in a book and mm-hmm. you'd be like, okay, this is it. I'm going to go for this. And of course, you just have to find your own elements. You have to use w- what you have. You have to pull in furniture that you've already got or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But you would sort of morph your space, uh, personalize it, but base it around either a setup or a color palette, something that drew you into an image originally, Right. right? right. You uh-huh. should talk about that. And then, um, but for the person who doesn't, like, I've been trying to find that picture for our new bedroom. I can't find it. I can't find the one. Hmm. And so instead, I'm kind of having to, like, patchwork these things together. Yeah. And I think that if the homemaker learns how to do this, they could actually save themselves a lot of time and grief. Probably. Do you know what I yeah.
0: mean? Uh huh.
1: So this, I think, um, Sometimes
0: people even, you know, like with the, well, women are just naturally hard on themselves and like, there's nothing wrong with taking a page out of a magazine or a book or somebody else's style and just wanting to imitate that. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with trying to recreate. I was so, I know what picture you're talking about. Yeah. And I was so enamored with this space. I just set out to recreate it and I, I was able to do it, um, In you know, in my own way with my own pieces, but then I was able to find like key elements like a cornice for over my bed, kind of pushed the look over the top because it was like from the thirties or had the rosettes on it and everything. And then could I find a dust ruffle? No, I couldn't find a dust ruffle anywhere. And we had no budget. So I went to the Salvation Army and bought a teal turquoise colored sheet. Mm Mm-hmm. And a queen-size sheet, and I cut up the turquoise sheet and stitched it to the edge of the queen-size sheet, took the mattresses apart, <laughs> laid it in between the two mattresses. You're so amazing. And that's, like, it cost me two, I remember, I think it cost me $2.19. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's what I love about having a vision is you can just say, okay, this is what we're going for. Now, how do we get there? Mm-hmm. Like, what is it about this thing? And then whether you're buying your stuff from West Elm or from Salvation Army, if you know, okay, well, I'm trying to bring in some sort of element that feels like this, you kind of know what you're going for.
0: Yeah. And you can make concessions along the way. So maybe your bedroom that you're doing for your kids or whatever, like the book, the picture you love has two twin iron beds. And like, you can't find them, but you can find two twin Jenny Lind. Well, yeah. That's still going to work because you've got the spindles. You've got the space in between the rails. Like, yeah. Then you can make your concession there, you know? Yeah. I think so, it's yeah. – I
1: just think it's so helpful. Like, this morning I sat and had my first cup of coffee, which, by the way, I messaged Stu. Like, could you
0: – Oh, my gosh. I could take a cup. Please. Maybe I'll Cappuccino. do the same.
1: Cappuccino. Um, so I put together my design board for our for our new bathroom. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to figure out what color of tub I wanted to order because I'm going to have a tub in there. And do I want a painted one? Do I want a white one? Of course, it's going to be a because because – Anyway, so I'm putting together this design board and I show it to Stu and I have Strawberry Thief wallpaper and I have this reclaimed wood vanity and I've ordered this unfinished brass sink and this unfinished brass faucet and these sconces to go on either side of the mirror and it is vibing. I am, I'm feeling this. And I show it to Stu. William Morris
0: wallpaper? The red, was that a William Morris pattern? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes.
1: And it comes in, Strawberry Thief is a, really traditional, especially in England. Like it's everywhere. It's not mm-hmm. like it's a unique print. It comes in navy, black, teal, aqua, yeah. white, red. Like he nailed it, obviously. Cause people right. love this wallpaper. Mm-hmm. But I put together this whole design board and I'm like, this is it. And I show it to Stu and he does not um he really doesn't give me that many restrictions, you know? He's kind of like do what you want, girl. Mm -hmm. but he was like this is not what i want our bathroom to feel like and i was Uh, devastated (laughs) i was devastated um and granted in his defense he had sort of mentioned to me what he
0: would like it to feel like Uh
1: (laughs) and i didn't really listen so it was kind of on me but he really wanted it to feel like
0: oh that wallpaper is so sexy
1: i know um you know in europe when you stay at like a hotel or something and you walk into the bathroom and it's all tile and there's no shower curtain it's just an open air shower and you just yeah. have to take the toilet paper out and you just shower in the bathroom yeah and the whole thing gets like what i that's, love that that's what like he wants sho- oh that's cool <laughs> so he was like just tile everywhere yeah I mean. he, we had t- we had tile picked out for the shower and it's beautiful and it's this um concrete base it's really beautiful mm. i'll share a, pic- a picture of it over on instagram if you guys want to see it in okay. stories but um and so i was like okay so that means we can't have wallpaper obviously because it's mm-hmm. there's going to be water everywhere but he i think he just wanted to like <laughs> dare i say just kind of free right. it like right my shower and i can just be <laughs> naked and open and like <laughs> after six years of Ooh, having my red light you know <laughs> Anyway, so design, like total design. Scrap. But I'm so glad because it's his bathroom too. And had I done all this and not put it to, if I hadn't put it together, it would have been really hard for him to visualize what was going on in my head. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that, all that's to say, Strawberry Thief lives on. We're just going to move it to the bedroom. Okay. So the bedroom will feel dark and sexy and I'm going to order a (sighs) bearskin rug that I found. I'm totally gonna do it.
0: I saw one at the antique store a few weeks ago. I was yep. like, "Shay, yep, um, cool."
1: Anyway, but then you'll walk into the bathroom, and it will sort of have this like clean tiled. Mm-hmm. What should we call? It? What is that bathroom style called? I don't know. Like, a, I don't know either. Anyway, anyway, it just got me thinking. Like, especially if y'all are new to, thank you designing thank you. spaces.
0: I got mine before you did. <laughs>
1: You're going to have a WC, right? So it will totally work. It's, it's not gonna, like the gonna shower is going to be
0: spraying on the toilet. No.
1: Yeah. Nope. It'll just all be open and it'll be okay. great, except the toilet will have its own little
0: water closet. Oh my gosh. I wish I could have done that in mine. <sighs> oh. You know what I wish I could do for mine? I don't have the space. Um, I don't think I have the space because my ceilings are pitched because it is an attic. Yeah. Have you ever seen the clawfoot shower base? No. I, <laughs> <make it. laughs> I
1: like they're it. They're
0: really hard to find okay. and they're really expensive, but it is like this high. Sits on claw feet. And then you put the shower curtain around it and it is like it's a claw foot shower. That sounds florid. Sounds <laughs> so, so beautiful.
1: I love that. What I found when as I was building these like these design boards is that you can either – you can start with a lot of things. You know, people always say, like, start with the rug. Well, who's the designer that you – Robert, Robert says yes. start with a rug. Rob- start with the rug. rug. hmm I think you could also start with the wallpaper. The idea is the same. Like, it's the same, yeah. What are we working the, with here?
0: Yeah. I always, like, start with your bedspread, the curtain, anything with a pattern – oh, gosh, my peas are hot. Sorry. Sorry, microphone. Um A yeah. pattern that you can pull your colors from. I always get really freaked out, like, when I – was doing like freelance design and I'm actually working a little project right now, which is quite fun. You haven't told um, me about this? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a little, it's just a little Airbnb project.
1: Oh, you have told me about this. Yeah. Um, is this why you're too busy to text me back about all my important design decisions? Apparently, Gosh.
0: I'm obsessing over you others. Get, <laughs> you could get over yourself. That would be great. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, the good news is that we'll have a place for listeners if they want to come up to Door County and stay. So there you go. Just a little plug. Just a little plug there. Um, I get. I used to get panicked when, like, when they would say, "Okay, I want this color or something," because then I w- would feel boxed in. Now I have to go hunt for things with that color. I love starting with a pattern mm-hmm. so much more. Mm-hmm. So, what if you are going to do a really busy, fabulous wallpaper like that in your? Um, I know bedroom now, then what are we doing on the bed?
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> I spent all my coffee time this morning before this house full of hood rats just demanded breakfast. I spent all my time redoing the bathroom because now my brass sink is totally irrelevant to everything and it doesn't what? work so at all.
0: Are you going to have like a stone sink? What are so you So I do need that? a
1: stone sink. I need an old – because the basin of the shower is concrete. So I need something that sort of mimics a natural – texture okay so like old marble or old stone yeah. or just something of that sort you know it can't yeah keep... thank you honey. oh
0: you're gonna have to go on some fabulous reclaimed I know.
1: well good news is i found and... some bad news is they're four thousand dollars
0: oh yeah <laughs> beggars can't be choosers <laughs> gosh
1: you can have this marbles thing we'll send it to you from italy it'll cost you four thousand
0: and day. a kidney <laughs>
1: And I have this mm. just miraculous ability to always choose the most expensive ones.
0: Oh, Shay. I'm like, I, oh,
1: there it is. Shopping done. Oh, wait. Never mind.
0: It doesn't matter. It doesn't <laughs> matter. I could be in a room with 10,000 pairs of shoes. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't matter. I will always pick the most expensive one. Yep. Always. Why do you think... But there <laughs> is something to that, though. And I think uh, people that um, make things... <laughs> What are those called? Manufacturers. <laughs> they're 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 missing out. Because the, the it is there is something about the most expensive item in the room or yeah. items in the room. They always have a certain look. If it's clothing, there's always a certain cut. If there's if it's furniture, there's always a certain style or mm-hmm. there's kind of this overarching theme where they look expensive. Yeah. Like why aren't people making chipper chicken versions of that i don't well i think that they try know.
1: but you know because the details like that they take more time yeah and ultimately cost more money to make you know every mm-hmm. button every seam like and that's then it's all still expensive like money.
0: ballards is reproductions yeah ballards is not cheap yeah you know yeah so. i know
1: it's it is really tricky and if you are designing a room um listeners then i would encourage you to just like Find one or two things that actually are real, are authentic, are the thing, mm-hmm. and and be willing to splurge on those things. And then you can usually pack in a lot of reproduction or just chipper chicken versions of things right. around, you know? Like, you don't have to paint your walls in Farrow and Ball. You can find a shade that you like, find a version that works within your budget, and when you mm-hmm. pair that with the right thing, it's going to give off the same look anyway, you right. know? Um yeah, I don't know. I haven't got to the bedroom yet. That's a whole nother thing. And and the thing is I don't yeah, I don't
0: know. Don't you think that that um okay, so back to what you just said that like sort of pairing at the inexpensive with uh-huh. the expensive. Uh-huh. That's also like a theme that can carry right into your closet. Totally. You know, to your wardrobe totally. You know, more affordable clothing, splurge on your proper shoeing mm-hmm. and a good purse, you know, I think that, that kind yeah. of concept works in so many different – anything that you're dressing, for mm-hmm. example, mm-hmm. from a room to yourself.
1: I think so. I mm-hmm. um, I did this recently with a coat this year. I bought this, like, stadium-length, bright red – maybe I've talked about this. And it's down-filled. It's, like, meant for really cold weather. Mm-hmm. And it's this beautiful red poofy coat. And it's got, like, the faux fur around the collar. And it's really nice – And I haven't had a new coat for a really long time, but I like wear just white shirts underneath, (laughs) you know, like not like $14 long sleeve white shirts. And I have one, I actually have two, two pairs of jeans, my whole wardrobe. And so, you know, you're just rotating through those same things over and over again, but then you put on this fabulous coat and anywhere you go, you're like, I'm here, I'm ready. Right. I'm put together, you know, and it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't like crazy expensive, but it, it was more expensive than, you know, your average coat, I would say. <laughs> how, do, how do I say this? I like, have no idea. It wasn't, it wasn't from Target. It was from Land's okay. End, which is, you okay. know, it's moderate, I would say. Yeah. But, but yeah, very much oh my the gosh. same
0: concept. Uh, and I went to Target the other day. That's where I took that funny. Did you see the picture of me? Oh, yeah. Or when I was holding up the red dress? I had a bunch more photographs from that trip because people like it when I share my my horrendous fashion pictures wow it's just it's just getting worse and i know target isn't fashion i know like that's not really but it is like where a lot of us go or used to go for a little pick-me-up now you can go there if you want to dress like a stuffed animal if you want to look like a stuffed animal what do you mean fuzzy like fuzzy oh. like fuzz <laughs> like fleece on crack
1: i just well, I, yeah, all I can picture is that dress that you held up. So if you guys missed <laughs> this, she held up this red dress and it was like, I mean, her entire nether regions would have been hanging out of this bad boy. They would have. Like, I don't even think you could have worn underwear with it if you wanted to.
0: No, you wouldn't have, There was no chub rub hiding. Oh. This was going to show everything. Oh. No, you couldn't wear Spanx with it. Oh. No, it was bad. It was. And it was in like bad. the cheapest, thinnest, most tacky, stretch red velvet, like really bad mm-hmm. don't wear that no don't wear that, that and then, there was another dress there i told amelia i'm like this looks like they took the bolt from the bargain bin at joanne fabrics that they've been trying to sell for the last 27 years <laughs> and decided to make a dress line for target out of it i'm just like who is wearing this I stuff i don't know oh but i did get a new blazer
1: from target
0: <laughs> No. Oh, not from Target. <laughs> a little while later, I was so traumatized, I got a new blazer. Did it make you feel I better? Really thinks it's. Uh, yeah, it's plaid. Okay. There you go.
1: It's so cute. Mm. I love a new piece. It is. It's so... It gives you something to build from. Like we were talking about with the design thing. It's just something to mm-hmm. build from, which is good. Um, I would like everyone to acknowledge the fact that I have finally... Worn through my first pair of workout pants. That is how many times I have worked out.
0: Oh, they're like thread crotchy, threadbare action. So
1: I'm feeling pretty proud of myself. I mean, I don't have any new ones to wear yet, so I'm still wearing these ones. (laughs)
0: It's like how would you be worked out? This much. Super proud of myself. Super proud. I just got these ones. They're like green.
1: Oh, there you go. Like leopard? Is that what that yeah. is? Yeah,
0: dark green. Yeah, that was fun. That is fun.
1: Well, it was uh, It was fun. That's so, funny. You know, after Thanksgiving, so Stu's family's here, his dad's here, and Jeremy's here, his brother. Uh-huh. There's a lot of testosterone in my house right now. And they were doing stuff the day after Thanksgiving, and that's the day we normally go and work out uh, with our mm-hmm. trainer. And so Stu wasn't in the mood to go. He was going to be here with his family, but I still really wanted to go. And so I calmed my little sister ty into going with me and oh was, how did that go i was like yeah. come on ty and she, this was on thanksgiving you know we're eating and drinking and being married uh-huh. and i'm like want to come out and work out with me in the morning and she's like uh, yes. um <laughs> yes i think anyway so i picked her up on the way and we went out there so she worked out alongside me and it was it was really fun and i actually thought like this is why people like it becomes a thing that people do mm-hmm. because as much as it hurts you do get to the point where it's kind of enjoyable in a weird way, and it was fun, mm-hmm. really fun to do it with her, but she messaged me the next day, and she was just like, I am so sore. And I was like, I know. Isn't it great? And she didn't feel like that was the case. <laughs> Well, <laughs> starting is always the hardest, y'all. No matter what you're doing, getting your freaking foot off it's that starter line. Like, the
0: next day and a half or two, even that first day, usually.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: The soreness is usually even. Oh yeah. Worse. Super painful.
1: Super. Super painful. But it was really fun, and I was super proud of her. I mean, she just got yeah. in there and she crushed it, and you know, it's hard. It's. I mean, she's. She was sort of the last, you know, she's the youngest, so she was the last one to finish having babies, and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's just like she said, it's really hard when your body's one thing, and then you have babies, and it's, you have one baby, and it's another thing, and then it goes back, and then you have another baby, and then it doesn't go back quite the same, and then you have another one, and then it really doesn't go back, and you get used to yourself and acclimated to yourself with a certain body type, and being able to wear certain clothing, and being a certain size and then you have babies and then that's just not true anymore. Right. I mean, a lot of times, even when women go back to being the same size, they don't go back to being the same shape.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's different. Like
1: I went wide. My hips went just wide and not in like a flattering it part, like in the, <laughs> in the saddlebag part. <laughs> And I remember, I remember that stage. I remember like after the weight had fallen off at a certain point with the other ones, I remember expecting that to happen with the last one. Mm -hmm. And it just didn't.
0: Oh, my gosh. The last one took like a year and a half and it's been a constant struggle since. Since, Yeah. But I mean, how old was I on my last one? For crying out loud. 42? No. 41? Wasn't I? Yeah. 41 and a half or something. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a that's a big difference from thirty.
1: <laughs> as uh, yes. far as your
0: your snap back, yes, yeah, big ginormous. Difference.
1: And don't you think it's kind of hard to accept? Like this is now my new normal. In order to to be strong or to have this certain shape or to like not hurt my back when I get up or like whatever, mm-hmm. it is. like I actually it's going to take this much more effort for me now.
0: Uh, and you just what was the question? Uh, yeah,
1: just that. <laughs> just like, isn't that sad?
0: <laughs> it is sad. It is sad. And I think there's like a, <laughs> you know, I, you, everybody's going to go about it two ways. Like some people are just going to go, okay, well, this is, I'm, I'm not going to fight it. This yeah. is just it. Yeah. And then other people are like, oh, heck no, man, <laughs> like
1: I'm going down with a fight. <laughs> right
0: um doesn't it feel good so you and i have had like tons of private conversations about health yes and maintaining health yeah
1: a lot lately does
0: uh, and a lot even in the last year yeah um how does it feel to like have that checked off your list mm. like you yeah you don't have to like start oh i know i should work out <gasps> i know like, yeah how-
1: you guys if you're just now joining the podcast go back to season one i was like i would rather roll over and die than work out yeah, and you know, I think it just it needed to happen. Um, it re- actually really I, I sounds so stupid, but like it's really encouraging to me, and it's really opened my mind to a lot of things beyond working T- out
0: to other things hugely Language so or hugely yeah. so. Just yeah. like okay,
1: um. So my trainer has me do things sometimes where like, I'm okay, let's say I'm doing squats. I'm doing these squats. And then she'll just be like, hold at the bottom. And mm-hmm. she's like, the point of this is to help you just sit in pain. That's the whole point. And mm-hmm. I know that sounds terrible. And it is in the moment. But then all of a sudden, over time, your mind changes and you get to the point where you're just like, okay, that hurts or this is uncomfortable. But like, I can, I know how to do it. I know how to stand it. Mm-hmm. It's completely changed the way I function my body functions around the farm and ultimately that's why I wanted to do it I was like if I want to be gardening when I'm 85 yeah I have to be able to hinge correctly squat correctly lift correctly be strong have good bone density and like there's no really other way to do that other than putting your body under weight under pressure mm-hmm. um and so to me I don't Having the physical part of it checked off the list is really important because I function so much better. I feel so much better. But almost more than that is the mental like, hey, this sucks. And every time you do it, it sucks. And your tolerance for tolerating the suck is getting higher. And like, that's good mm-hmm. for you as a human. Right. Whether you're wanting to like run or go hiking or hunting or or gardening or just – being physically fit like in lifting your babies or you know moving mm-hmm. around whatever it is you're trying to do like being mentally in a point where you're just like I can embrace the suck and I can just deal mm-hmm. with it because I I've conditioned myself to do that is really valuable to me. Mm-hmm. Do you do you does that make sense? Do you it know does. What I'm It does it does
0: too. I do. And I think it you know I think there's other conversations to be had there too like I think on um on the When I talked with Dolores on Bella Figura, we talked about this, about, um, like, seeking out difficult. Like, our life is so super easy. I mean, a lot of us have relational challenges or we have health challenges. But, like, aside from that, it's a really cushy experience. Mm -hmm. We're fed. We're warm. We have lots of modern conveniences and... And I think then we end up really underestimating what we're made of and what we're capable of, and something as simple as working out yeah. exposes you to you're exposing yourself to hard on purpose, and it does things to you after a while you're mm-hmm. once you start to realize like wow i'm I'm doing this on purpose, and it's shaping me mm-hmm. i I'm mm-hmm. choosing to do this. I'm choosing to inflict pain upon myself, or be uncomfortable, or be disciplined. That that does shape you mm-hmm. after time for mm-hmm. sure.
1: Things don't feel quite so inter- insurmountable before. Mm-hmm. And I know I've shared this on the podcast before, but I, I think it's so great, and it's really stuck with me. I love the show Meat Eater with Steve Renella. I don't even hunt, but I love it. I mm-hmm. could watch it all day long. And you know he he always talks about like hunting public land. Which he does a lot of, which is harder because there's a lot more people. Hmm. And he's like, it's not that I'm a better hunter than most people who go to this land to hunt. It's just that I have a higher tolerance for suck. Mm -hmm. And that didn't make sense to me at the time. But then over time, that's really developed. Like, I get what he's saying. So he's like, I'll hike a mile and a half further in. I'll be willing Mm -hmm. to shoot something and drag it out of a ravine. You know, like, I just, I can, I know how to embrace the suck. Oh, it's cold. Oh, it's windy. Oh, it's icy. Oh, it's slow going. Like, I just know how to embrace the suck. And I do think that that is valuable. You know, we, we talked in episode, or season one, I think about, like, our desire as parents to really grow sturdy children. Yes. Sturdy. And I think that that is what I've taken away more than anything else of just, like, That It gives you, like, this stability, this mental uh, fortitude and this mental strength. Hmm. And, um, you know, the physical stuff doesn't hurt, certainly. I mean, that's a nice benefit. But you see progress and you see results and you're like, okay, I can keep doing this. I was just talking to my brother-in-law about this. Like, from going to – from being able to just, like, deadlift a PVC pipe for weeks to build strength, to build the right – Thank you. The right form to then doing, okay, now we're at doing we're doing the bar. Okay, now we're doing that plus 10 pounds, that plus 20 pounds, that plus 40 pounds, that plus 60 pounds. Like that can't not make you feel good. Like we did Mm it. I showed up and I did it. (laughs) Like, and I think there's so much value to that, not even in let's just say working out, but like in so many things in life. Yeah. So
0: many showing things. Yep. Showing up and doing Yeah.
1: It's like our we kitchen talk about thing that on Instagram. All the time on the
0: show. Yeah. Showing up, like not waiting for someone else to do it. Yeah. Uh and doing the hard thing.
1: And I know that there are times like that where it's harder than others. Like, okay, mm-hmm. TMI moment, plug your ears. I had a pretty raging period this last time. And yeah. That it wiped me out for days. And it's like I just Fell into this, like, oh, I'm never going to have energy. I've got no motivation. My cup is empty. Mm-hmm. There's no creativity flowing. Like, I got nothing.
0: Right. Uh, That's when Shay blows up my phone. I'm empty. Oh, I got, not
1: I got not nothing. Uh, <laughs> is that what I sound like? And then I message my trainer. I'm like, for the love of God, please do not make me run today. Please don't make me run. Like, <laughs> it'll just be a disaster. But I, I still showed up to work out and like yeah. I had to adapt some things, but I did what I could. And mm-hmm. eventually the the clouds lift and you pull out of it and you're, you're that much kind of stronger for it, right? You just, you, yeah. somebody still has to make dinner. Somebody still had to clean the kitchen. Somebody still had to do laundry. Somebody still had to take care of the kids. Um, and so like when you discipline yourself to show up, even when you don't want to, when you get to the other side, you're proud of yourself. You did it.
0: Yeah. You know? And you can take that discipline. Like, everybody listening, I'm sure, has something they're very disciplined about um, in their life and in their routine. Then I'm sure they have other things where they could be more disciplined or they've told themselves, I can't do that. That's not me. It's not my yeah. style. And I think it's really important to remember that, like, discipline is discipline. And we all – you know, all of us, me, we make a conscious choice to not apply discipline to each category of our life. So whether it's our health Mm -hmm. or cleaning up our kitchen or staying on top of laundry, so much of it. And I think this is we all the time on the show, like it just comes down to just owning it like, oh, no, that's me. Yeah, that's on me. Yeah, it's my bad. Yep.
1: And it's it's so applicable to a 100 things. I mean, Mm -hmm. even like, To bring the conversation full circle a bit to go back to the design board. Well, sure. Am I putting this on somebody else? Is somebody else going to show up and do this for me? No. Do I want to be unhappy with the result at the end of it? No. Okay, well, then it's going to take some work on your part to sit down, to figure it out, to communicate effectively, and ultimately to to come up with a conclusion, to come up with a game plan uh, Mm. of something that's going to manifest here. What are like, what are we doing? And, and it takes discipline. I mean, it's, it's, some things are more fun than others, but it's still discipline. Right. Whether you're having to budget the project or you're having to, you know, maybe work with somebody who has a different design choice than you or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, And that just takes discipline. And like, I really, in, as much as it sucks, I do enjoy the, just kind of get over yourself and just do it, you know. Because I do think there are a lot of things that come up in life that we wouldn't choose, and right. if we're not trained to not just crumble under those circumstances and not dis- and ultimately just not be disciplined in how we respond to them, mm-hmm. um, man, she's going to make things a lot harder.
0: <laughs> well, we did a whole <laughs> season called "Choose Your Heart," yeah, <laughs> and it was it that was the idea was do the. The work on the front end, mm-hmm. so that so that you're not doing it on the back end, and do the work on the front end, so that you're conditioned yeah. to deal with those things as they come up. You're not, you know, how to power through something. You mm-hmm. know how to um, exercise that discipline. What it looks like in action. What's required of you. Yeah. When new challenges pop up, whether it's, it's something silly like your washing machine breaking down, or yep. Or a real challenge within your family or something that's more substantial and mm-hmm. has more um, consequences, mm-hmm. good or bad.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. The end. The end. It's Speaking of discipline, I got to get back on track a little bit with laundry
0: after the holiday and guests and all the all the shindigs, all the tablecloths. So. I did. I was complaining about mine a few weeks ago on the show, and I got back. Good for you. I'm put my little sign up. I'm like, Wednesdays, boys yep. slash household. Yep. Tuesdays, mom. Yep. Household if needed. Like, And my rule is in before breakfast, out by noon. There you like, go. I don't want laundry laying around. I don't want to be doing laundry at 2.30 in the afternoon. Yeah. Yuck.
1: Yep. Well, we have to get back on track, so we're like in weird... Half renovation, half hole dug in our ground, half waiting on permit mode. And so we had to unhook our washing machine and then rehook it back up and it did not get hooked up correctly. So the last time I did laundry, it completely flooded the basement. So that's awesome. that was good. And that's so awesome. now I have all a bunch of laundry
0: that's like still wet. So
1: I got to go sort all that out. I got things to do, man.
0: Yeah. So my dryer broke on Thanksgiving Day <laughs> and Joel spent the next day. With the whole boot room torn apart, the curse of the boot room, yep. the drum taken out, shop back running, yep. like to get it operational again so we wouldn't have to be running to the laundromat on Thanksgiving weekend. There you go.
1: Yay. Ladies, if you ever think you're alone, you're not. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> We're here. We're your people slogging through, just trying to get better every day, a little bit better. For you, for your home, for all of it. So again, thank you to our patrons, patreon.com forward slash Homemaker Chic Podcast. You can follow us mm-hmm. on Instagram, Homemaker Chic Podcast. Uh, do visit dryfarmwines.com forward slash Homemaker Chic Podcast.
0: No, nope. Homemaker Chic.
1: Um, and make sure to go follow Annabelle at House of Tokumen. That's T-O-C-U-M-E-N. Tokumen on Instagram or visit hotrugs.net. Um maker
0: 25. There you go.
1: And uh, we'll see okay. you guys back here on Thursday. Thursday. All right, have a good Fabulous. week. Talk Fabulous. soon. Fabulous. Cheers. Cheers.